Hello? Welcome. This is Flames of the Two Cities. Okay. Hello, listeners. We've had a brief reprieve from podcasting as I settled back into society after 21 days in the wilderness and then simultaneously jumped back into the grad school grind. But we're back, and this episode will be about updates. First and foremost, I want to thank all of our listeners who've been reaching out. It's so validating to hear that people are not only listening, but enjoying what we're making. Shout out to my friend John, this is a long time in the making, who did reach out to me to let this super white valley girl know that it is not la llorona but la yarona hopefully i'm saying that better this time i apologize for it taking so long to make this correction because we do say in a lot of podcasts that we never hear from anybody and john did reach out to me and correct me and i am sorry that it's taken this long for me to say something On that note, if you have corrections, clarifications, or even similar experiences or stories, we'd love to hear them. We're pushing toward doing more interviews with people, so we'd love to hear if you have things that are connecting to some of the stories that we tell. And even if we haven't talked about it, if it's something really interesting, we'd love to feature you. So thanks to everyone for being patient with us while we worked and continue to work out all of the kinks. We're moving towards better recording gear and more frequent episodes, and we're playing with different formats, including our full-length, mini, interview, and update episodes. So let us know what you think, what you like, and what you don't. And this is probably our biggest announcement. We've heard from you, and we love the feedback, so this month, to say thank you, we're going to do a ton of mini-episodes. We decided to feature strange, spooky, or downright terrifying urban legends from each state that we have listeners in. And if you want us to feature your state, just hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, literally any way that you can contact us, and we'll feature your state or a state that you want us to feature. And one more exciting announcement, we're looking into making merch. So we're getting close to hitting a thousand listens on SoundCloud, which doesn't sound like a lot, but for two very amateur podcasters like Ellie and I, it's a huge accomplishment. So stay tuned for updates as we creep closer to that milestone because we're hoping to do some kind of a giveaway. Um, This episode will actually be our first ever update episode. Since recording our past episodes, we've gathered some stories and firsthand experience to share with all of you. So as some listeners probably know by now, I did the John Muir Trail this summer, which is a 211-mile trail in the eastern Sierra Nevada mountains. When I finished, I had to drive back up to Oregon, and I decided to make a small detour to the Winchester Mystery House. And I will preface this by saying, and people who know me will know this is so typical me, (laughs) I didn't get to go in the house. First, it was ridiculously expensive, and for a grad student during summer, not having pay or very little pay, I didn't want to spend a bunch of money. But also, and this is kind of more important, I looked on their website, but we were 15 minutes late to the last showing of the house. I think it had something to do with special hours for Halloween, like an event that they hold in the fall. But regardless, we didn't actually have the opportunity to walk in the house. And 
it's kind of sad but we did and this is a really cool thing that i didn't realize the winchester did is you have the opportunity to walk around the house and in all of the gardens and there's some smaller buildings on the outside of the house that surround it that you can go in anytime that they are open so i thought that was really cool and you don't have to pay anything for that so it was totally in my price range and anyone in the san jose area should check it out if you haven't already so it was strange in that while the house is huge it doesn't appear to be as monstrous as it has been described. And in our mini-episode on Winchester Mystery House, prior to 1906, um, when there was an earthquake, it actually stood seven stories high, but today it's only four. And four stories is by no means shabby, but the house is in an urban and well-developed area of San Jose, which was something that I also wasn't expecting. I suppose I had this romanticized view in my mind of it being on like some green hill above all of the other houses. But it actually is in a well-developed area of San Jose where there are skyscrapers and condos and a lot of buildings surrounding it. So it may actually have dwarfed its size and made it seem less intensely large. And with much of the property open to walk around, it's difficult to truly grasp how large the home is because you keep turning and seeing the house, but you don't realize how far around it you have to walk. So I imagine being inside the house would have helped me understand how big it really is. I did have a strange moment when I wanted to take a photo in a window that was near a flower bed, but there was something that just told me not to do it, like I shouldn't, and I couldn't see into the window clearly. There was a glare, and the window above it made it obvious that there was the room below that window was partially below ground, so I immediately thought it was probably into a basement. I shifted like towards it and away from it, hoping that maybe I would catch the right angle, and I didn't. But then my boyfriend and my friend that I was with were like, Nikki, just take a picture of it. And I had been walking up to the windows, and if I pushed my phone against the window, I could see in clearly. So I decided that I would go and take the picture. And I took the picture and realized it was access to the basement like I had expected. And it was a little creepy because you look in and you see stairs and they just lead into blackness. So... I didn't see anything in the photo though. There weren't orbs or any like specters or anything. So I logically felt better because I think what was concerning me at first was just looking into a window that I couldn't see into and maybe seeing something that I didn't want to see staring back at me. But I moved to step out of the flower bed that I had stood in to take the photo and the plants kind of grabbed me and scraped my leg enough to make it bleed. It was nothing intense, but it was a little bit strange to me that I had this feeling that I shouldn't do it, and then the plants attacked. Um, Winchester remains one of my favorite oddities, and I'm going to return in the future for a full tour, and when I do that, there will be another update episode that I'm hoping will be sooner than later, because it was a really rad experience. Now, this update is far more creepy than the Winchester house. If you remember in our episode on hospitals, Ellie covered Rancho Los Amigos in Downey, California. Rancho was at one time an insane asylum for all of the undesirables in Los Angeles. And those who were at Rancho worked on a farm growing food for the hospital in exchange for medical care and board. The hospital buried all unclaimed residents in Potter's Field and the hospital still operating today is said to be one of the most haunted in the country. I recently spoke to my uncle, who had his knee replacement at the rehabilitation center at Rancho Los Amigos, and I remember the name sounding really familiar, and I had thought I should ask him, so when I was home, I asked if he had any weird experiences when he goes there, 
And he told me that right after his knee surgery, he was in bed and a nurse burst into his room and asked if he wanted a sponge bath. And it was, she kept telling him that it was time that he should really have one. So he described her as looking kind of like Kathy Bates in the film Misery. And she decided that he was having the sponge bath and told him to get undressed and left the room. So he started to get undressed and felt foggy. So he stopped and had a thought, like, was this even real? And he returned to bed when his real nurse, who was an Asian woman, came in and was confused when he was talking about getting a sponge bath. And he did mention that he was on a lot of pain medication at the time, but the first nurse he encountered was not his nurse, and he never saw her again. He told me that to this day, he wonders if it actually happened. So maybe a first-hand account of some of the strange happenings at Ranchos Los Amigos. Lots of strange stuff. Those are our two updates thus far. Stay tuned, because in a few days, we're going to start our Halloween marathon of minis. Reach out and let us know where you're from and what state you want us to feature. We want to hear from you, what you love and what you hate, and more importantly, what you've experienced. You could be a guest on the show. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back very soon with more creepy, strange, and horrific stories.